welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely HP community. As I shared in our previous episode, I still have some channeled guidance and food for thought. Okay, and this one's concentrating on mysticism with our 5D mystics being people who have conscious lover capabilities, emotional maturity, accountability, and even if you have attachment wounds or trauma history, you know, good therapists and good information. And so you're not whining about it and you're not creating groups about it. And uh, nobody's getting offended with their egos. That's what it means to be an inner adult. You actually aren't acting like the buffoons because see, that's what they look like. And I know some people think that someone has power that requires them to be responsible. I've actually heard that phrase a lot in my years. And while sometimes those who have shared it have made sense, today I know how to actually explain differently. Okay, I'm going to treat our lovely globe like a high school. Let me start with that one so that we can frame our conversation. 5D are the grown-ups. These are people who do not use their inner child to lead the way because inner children... As Patrick Tiahan and any childhood trauma survivor who's healed or healing or any good therapist will tell you, uh, the inner child doesn't know how to do grown-up talk. They don't know intimacy. They don't know confrontation. In fact, they actually don't even know that the words of another human being mean shit. Some of us instead we do. And I'm laughing right now because, see, I'm learning how to be what I've always been as a three-year-old whole self. And a three-year-old is what? What am I as a three-year-old? Let, let's, let's, let's play a game. Let's talk. Okay, so three-year-old to three-year-old people. And that's the part of where our states of self, thank you, Daniel Siegel, for this tidbit, are verbs. They're not fixed. So when I say I don't change and people say, yes, you do, I can allow the adaptive children and anyone who wants to know me better than I know myself to go and have the floor. Here you go, three-year-old, have the floor. Tell me who I am. Please humor me. Please, please do. I'm humored already by the fact that you just interrupted me and that you don't notice that that's disrespectful. You just assume to know how I feel. Oh, you know what? I already had the experience. Let's, again, talk about reframing. All of what I'm reframing, I'm reframing to my teenage years. Because, see, I still remember my teenage years. Since I'm only 43, I have a bad memory, but not bad to not remember all of those beautiful expanding consciousness moments. So we use voices, stories, perspectives, food for thought, channeled guidance from the vessel of my name is Maria. And if a person will actually assume to think that the individual who has lived 43 years of life is absence, well, then you have a magic wand up your ass, which means you have a tainted picture which means you're not a grown-up hearing me. No, you're a child hearing me. I don't, I don't talk to children like this. In fact, no, I talk to children a very different way. I don't curse at them. I try to be patient, actually. I've, I've, I've learned how to try and shut up because I don't remember what it's... No, because I've never been in my brain a child. I've always been a person who's conscious. So apparently children aren't conscious. And I'm actually being humorous right now at the same time. I'm like, I don't understand how you can't use your left and right mode together. I'm trying to make people who are new especially understand I don't function with one side of my fucking brain. I function with both. Okay, so 
as a person who has always functioned with what I consider straightforward common sense. But, you know, common sense to me means I'm objective, which means I don't suppress my emotions. I actually know how to say, I'm pissed right now. I don't like you. I don't care how old I am. I don't like you. No, I learned how not to say that to people. I also learned how to stop saying, you know, you can tell me things. I actually don't have a sensitive ego. I just have strong opinions. Okay, so let's have some fun, shall we? Because see, conscious lovers, we know how to have fun. I just realized that I'm in a globe with a bunch of teenagers. And then when I meet the grown-ups, I know who they are. Because I got three-year-olds who have fun with life like I do. That means I can tell them about my magical castles. And I can tell them about my future. And I can talk to them about mysticism. And I'm not woo-woo. And I'm not pseudoscience. No, no, actually taken very seriously. In fact, um, in the most magical of beautiful ways, it's called, wow, I'm getting to know a fucking person. <laughs> I get to shut up and learn a person what they feel and think because I want to know who they are. I don't care to tell them who I think they are or who I feel they are. I know that's my subjective experience. It's what a grown-up knows how to do. They shut their mouth and say, I want to share this moment, I want to hear what you are, who you are. Tell me everything about you, please. I'm so curious. So the right silence. Uh, it's beautiful when it's done because you're actually present, tuning, resonating. That's because you're trusting. Means part. Daniel Siegel again, thank you. So some of us are always that. We're called conscious lovers. And we're three-year-olds who are always open-hearted and spontaneous. We don't assume to know how you feel ever. We hear what you tell us. And then if we get it wrong, meaning we say a word and you say, no, that's not what I meant. Let's say, I'm so sorry. Can you tell me again? Because I didn't understand. Obviously, this is a process of you growing up, people, as a three-year-old. So let me go back. As a three-year-old, I was taught to be quiet because grown-ups knew better. I'm still in the habit of sometimes shutting up. And I'm learning how not to do that. That's all. So there's no... God or entity above you, and I grew up with God, so it's not to be disrespectful to the religious bias, cultural people. No, no. It's to say that's their belief. That's great for them. I have a belief too. It's called dark energy and dark matter, and I have a relationship with it. That's why I'm a mystic. So woo-woo because of the sciences people, but believe me, the sciences people, they don't know everything, and when they think they do, and they speak out of their ass, Oh my gosh, like this guy. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe that came out of his mouth. When he says there's never been a medium or some shit like that, I'm like, fuck you, you're, you're so... Did you hear? You didn't hear what you just said. Now, let me use me as always. I fuck up a lot of times. I forget things I say. I'll, I don't give a shit because I can always trace back, try to figure out where I was at, and then say, yeah, you know what? That is what I meant. You don't believe me? It's okay. You don't have to believe me. I believe you. Are we done now? Can I go? I want to be excused from the boring table because you're boring to me now. I just said I'm sorry. Uh, that's not good enough. You want me to believe what you believe. I'm sorry I have a different body than you do. I, I forgot. You don't know what it's like to be a differentiated self. You're, oh, that's right. Your driver might be bonding or certainty. Please go over there. The cheerleaders and the jocks and all of those groups with their, their labels, they're weaponizing psych education. Some are narcissists. Some are empaths. Some are so, so pat. They're all over. They're all over there. Look, go just, just go on YouTube, please. 
Some of them are dressed in fancy princes, kings, queens. Some are power couples. Those are even more amusing to the grown-ups because it's seeing children come together and playing house like they're at home, though. I swear, every time I see those power couples, I'm like, oh, they look like the house that, on the prairie. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to disengage right now because, see, I'm, I'm all up for humor right now. So when you realize what an inner adult actually is, this is why with great power comes great responsibility. Ah, I laugh inside when I hear that sentence. And I like, wow, wait a minute. That's right. I need to treat the globe like a bunch of high schoolers because that's what is out there because, you know, people want to use the word smart. But if they don't know how to rule their own three-year-old, they're not smart in my book. Oh, no. They're not stable, mature, adaptive, rational, or teachable. The minute I start saying something like, I'm sorry, meaning in life, you give it to yourself. I'm sorry, enlightenment, everyone can access it. I'm sorry, Claire's, it's not a special gift. Oh, I'm sorry, you thought yoga brought demons and devils? No, here's Patrick McNamara. Oh, I'm sorry, you think the brain structure of yours, you know all of it. Please go and learn about this. I can, I can be as annoying. Oh, you should see me be annoying. I haven't been annoying in a long time because I don't want to be annoying. I, I just know information and I know how to say you can go here, 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 and here and find all this other shit. Oh, oh over here, there, there's other shit here. What I don't do, though, and this is the part that it doesn't obviously always come across as this. Okay, so what is an inner adult? An inner adult is a person who uses their left and right mode of their brain. They know their implicit bias. Uh, I, I don't have... I'm going to say that I would say I have, obviously I have to have biases somewhere, but I'm pretty good about the globe being one. It's a small world after all, because I'm a human and I love humanity and I love people and I love nature and animals and I'm all for all life. That's why I got emotional when Sadhguru in his inner engineering or the Shambhavi Kriya, he's Shambhavi Kriya, he asked people one by one, I started almost crying. I was on camera. I didn't want to cry. I was so touched. I was like, wow, it's so beautiful. And then I said, wow, how many people are going to keep their promise? Because I saw kids make promises as a teenager. They didn't keep one of them. Nope. They didn't keep any of the promise. And so when I hear people talk to me about Jesus and God, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to shut it because you may bring up institutions and ancient texts. I think you didn't, you didn't keep your promise. You're not remembering you're not God. You're not remembering you're not a savior. In fact, you're actually quite disrespectful when you call yourself anointed. You're obviously not remembering the timeline of, of, of ancient kings and queens and when it was way back when. You obviously don't know that you're lying about the word smart because if you did, you'd shut your mouth for a second and stop being an echo chamber of I don't even know what reality and how you bought into the one percentiles and the conspiracy theories and Oh, wait a minute, the Masons and stories. Let me think again. Uh, you want to keep giving me a story. I'm going to keep giving you data points and know that data doesn't prove everything either, by the way, which is why when a science man who's a dumb man says, there have been no mediums ever. Wow. Seriously, you got an ego trip going on and that's just pitiful. As you just said, the most stupidest thing that you ever could have instead of just saying, I don't know everything because science doesn't know everything, and I can't admit that. I just don't believe in mediums. I don't believe. Like when people said, I don't believe in Reiki. Fair and square. You don't have to believe in it. I'm not offended. 
I don't believe that you love if you're polyamorous. It's okay. You don't have to believe it. I believe you're wanting to have fun with everyone. You can believe whatever the fuck you want. Again, power and responsibility. Ah. Oh, there we go. Fireworks. Thank you. The only people who think of words as something that need a person to filter them, they're going to wait. Otherwise, they're celebrating. These are from New Year's people. As I was saying, only people who think people's words are powerful actually do the whole responsible bit instead of saying, you know what, uh, people who are inner adults know that a boss, a person on a screen, what? okay, so educated people don't mean they know this stuff. This is all the implicit inner child things that come up. Okay, and on that note, 5D mystics. We know about being truly empowered. We show up fully and completely. We have our own divine masculine and feminine relationship because the masculine is your left mode, chit chatter, your feminine is the right mode, and your body is the feminine completely. But the right mode is where that self is, and the neuroscientists that know this, they've talked about it. So smart sciences people, they don't actually make fun of the 5D mystics or just mystics overall. They also don't uh, think that shamans and any of those heritage and cultures and religious whatevers are more important. No, they're able to talk about it. They're actually, as people who usually conduct themselves in scenarios, so see, I'm here with my community. I'm building a community of people who are grown-ups. means they're emotionally accountable, able to want, no, they want to. Some are able to, some want to become their mature emotional adults. I'm not here to uh, become a social trend or to uh, appease people and, and, and be looking pretty. Other people, they're interested in that. They want to look pretty. They want to be famous. They want all these things. So they're not doing what they do because they care. Oh, no, they do care. Of course they care. They have superhero capes. Did anybody forget the codependent people? Because, see, when I see those influencers, I know they have a bunch of people who follow them. They venerate them. I read about the Greek gods, mythological gods, and about the past. Again, as I was saying, we treat, I'm going to treat the globe like a high school. And what I saw in high school, I see again and again and again. So what I love about smart brains is that I get to talk to those people. And when I do, I find they're not egosensitive. They know they don't know everything. In fact, they will actually say, you know, that part, you make a great point. I don't know that one. I'm going to look into that one. It's cute. That's interesting. I, I want more. So that's what people who are actual educators and in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group on any topic, by the way. So whenever I see somebody getting stubborn about a topic, I know that their inner child is now leading the way, that they didn't recognize their implicit bias, cultural, religious, heritage, whatever it is that they stand for. So see, I stand for humanity. And humanity's infinite higher human consciousness potential. So you can see how it's a bit more challenging for somebody to present me something. No, it's not. I worked through the things that made my teenager and my three-year-old. No, my three-year-old doesn't give a shit about humanity. It's a three-year-old. I, I just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. I, I just want to play, have fun in the spontaneous way, not in the, you know what, People who thrive off of pain and think of all those nightmarish shit show, crappy doomsdayer and everything that is in the boat of movies that I've never wanted to watch in the first place. 
and all of that, which may exist, I get it, it exists. And when I've read Akashic record readings where I've tapped into people who have lived on that vibration side, it's not hell, devils, demons, or evil. No, these are all people who have had horrible childhood trauma and their past lives are full of torture. So if we need to talk about things in a very specific, oh, let me spell it out to you. There ain't no evil, evil ignorance. Evil in the way of, yes, you can see plenty of demonic figures. They've written about a lot of shit. So people's imagination, great. Bandwidth of energy, that's exactly what it is. I can explain it to you. I can also explain what happens when you're moving. If No, most people don't move into the 5D bandwidth because they don't trust themselves. Because they don't know their name. They don't know who they are. They're, they're trying to be divine. Did anybody forget anointed and superiors, the martyrs, the codependent people with the superhero capes? That's not you. You don't need to be a superhuman being. Even Nietzsche wasn't yet a grown-up because he had to add superior human being to his sentence. That's a person who doesn't have a zero one-year-old who knows, wow, I'm just awesome because I live. Why not? Do you have all the answers to the meaning of unknown? Really? You don't know the answer to that one? Shiva, you don't know that you can tell me from now till tomorrow. I'm talking about Maria right now, that you know everything. I'm going to stare at you, and inside I'm just thinking, wow, what an amazing piece of consciousness. Thank you for sharing with me your truth. Bye. And that's why an inner child will get pissed as fuck when they meet me, because I ain't looking at them like they're powerful and responsible, that their mouth is doing something amazing. No, it's in front of me. It's a person. You're in a body. You're like me. If I throw a rock at you, you're going to bleed like I am. Oh, oh, you have a podium. Oh, let me try throwing it out. I don't throw rocks at people, but I can. Oh, yes, my one moment of shame when I found out that as a kid I had been taught bad and good. And I was using the words. I was using them. I would label kids, you're a good kid, you're a bad kid, you're a good kid, you're a bad kid. I would label it based on the quality of life choices they would make. You do drugs, you're bad. You don't do drugs, you're good. You don't study, you're bad. You do study, you're good. You treat people right, you're good. You treat people like shit, you're bad. You act like you know everything, mm, you're cocky, and that means you're insecure. You don't meet the match of your words. Hmm. Okay, so I can keep going. When I realized that the good and bad thing, and I meant it as a child, because I was a child, I felt... <gasps> And I felt sin in that moment. The word, the one, the one moment I was like, oh my gosh. And it wasn't because I was afraid of the devil or evil or going to hell. I just knew I was doing something bad. Now that I'm a grown up with a lovely trauma attachment informed, what I can tell you that's called, it's called healthy self-worth. And I recognize that I was being an unhealthy self-worth person. I was comparing myself to others and I was actually casting a stone at other people because grown-ups have taught me to use the words good and bad. That's the social behavior shit that people still as grown-ups, they're running around with their little torches. We stand up for all and we have superhero gifts and powers because this is our diagnosis and now you need to leave us alone. And so we're going to go and attack anyone that speaks against us and we're going to justify it because you triggered me. Mm, okay, you got triggered. You want to learn how to handle your trigger. That way you can find your inner well-being. You don't want to use it as an excuse to attack people. You also don't want to use it as an excuse to condemn you. Okay, so grown-ups, in the land of grown-up, we are not here to be judgers, 
And that's where when you find an inner adult, you're going to find and say, we want to use the remembrance of what subjective experiences means and use our words to the best of our ability and be patient with those who have inner child, children, teenagers ruling them. The ones who hurt people and hurt people and continue to live trauma bonding experiences, they actually want it. No, they, they just think that's how to live life. They got clears. They're annoying. People, remember? Or they got some bunch of titles. This person sends a You know how many inner children I've met that want that? Please scold me into shape. Please decide everything about my life because I don't want to take it up upon my zero one year old. I don't feel strong alone. And it's not about strength. It's about actually your zero one year old with your nervous system. So, on that note, when you instead can see your own one year old heart, two year old heart, three year old heart, and that means it's not broken because it's a muscle. And you come to this awareness the minute it is broken, of course, but it's not because you have to have gone through the battle of hell to know everything, and now you're a high-vibing person. Okay, so that's how 4D mystics, they keep talking like teenagers. You have to have those people who you can take your gloves off. I love them, though. They're awesome. They're so amazing. They're out there for the relationship, soul age people who are looking to be cheered on. Hurrah, you can do it. You can do it. And you see them all with the same pain point. We're great. We're special. We got gifts. We're... That's why whenever you read any of these cards, frequency of belief supports our sense of self-worth based on our gifts, talents, and a strong connection to source. Okay, so even in the midst of not being awakened completely to trauma and attachment and all of the inner adult of me, I still knew source. Okay, you're capitalizing it. It can mean God to me because that's what I grew up with. Really, it can mean Akash too, okay? And now it's, oh wow, dark matter, dark energy, the law of the cosmos. There is some order. Yes, I'm not afraid of it. It's called energy, E-N-E-R-G-Y. So moving into our main topic, that's why cutting cords. Ah, let's talk about that. Okay, so on that note, whole three-year-old hearts with adults behind them. Uh, this is, raise your hand. 5D, that's the land of the free because you don't give a shit about the ego sensitive. No, we give a shit, but we give a shit in a different way. It's called, okay, stop using your pouty voice. Uh, here's the good experts. I understand what you're saying. You and I don't get along. I'm going to be over here. I'm going to go vote and you're going to go vote over there and then hopefully we'll get the world together. Thank you so much for stopping by. Love your comments, all of it. Uh, I'm not here for you. I actually am here for talking about shit. If you want uh, the world to rule that, you need your own platform. Actually, there's plenty of people over there you can follow and be pretty together. And there you go. So we know where we're going to find the believers. They're all going to be rallied up together behind their one leader with their breadcrumbs. And they will have it all lined up and they will keep proving it like the flat earthers. When they, in the Netflix thing that covered their entire whatever, they did two experiments that failed. Like teenagers and children that have no adult in the room, they all pouted about it. And instead of saying, you know what, maybe, maybe we're, we're a little bit wrong. Maybe. Okay, so back to, while I have the remembrance, Dave Chappelle. Remember in that other episode, we were talking about his recent, um, whatever it is called. Okay, and apologies if my microphone makes noise. I have a big bigger sweater because I'm cold and I can't do anything about it because it keeps on not working with me all the time. Okay, so in his um, thing, Dave Chappelle, 
he talks about this experience he had, which was interesting. And it was about how he's a dreamer and he recognizes a dreamer and how a dreamer can have their dreams can come true. That's why he shares at the end this quote by Henry David Thoreau. If one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Okay, so as you can tell, all these people always need to feel like they are not common people. They want to be special. There you go. The minute a person doesn't know you're just a human being, you don't have to be superior, inferior, and no meaning feeling it. You have a kid in front of you who doesn't know how to actually be the frequency of their sense of self-worth and know that their connection and source, it's energy and it's all. Okay. And meaning you give it to life as a human being with secondary consciousness and primary, but the secondary is where you're going to question it. So he tells this story about him as a young uh, 20 year old. He got, I forget what opportunity, basically the club downstairs ruined his gig because they started playing music 10 minutes before his gig was over. And he went off pissed like a teenager does, a young adult, angry. Remember, we read Managing Your Anger by Russell L. Coates. Let me read it again, just in case you forget. Research shows that the certainty of anger is linked with processing information more superficially. We think less carefully when making our judgments and rely more on stereotypes. This is on page 20. The Compassionate Mind Guide to Managing Your Anger. So people who are angry are dumbed down. And we've talked about this. What makes a 5D person different is we don't get dumbed down because we don't get angry. We're not going to correct you. You're not our baby and you're not us. We're an adult. We're going to respect you and we're going to use our words. And if you project your adaptive child, we're going to learn how to handle ourselves. doesn't mean we're going to be nice to you. Mean, no, none of that. We're going to learn how to handle our words. That's all. Because you're not smarter than us, actually. Again, you're dumber than us. Not because you can't regurgitate. You can give us all the regurgitate. You're in a different nervous system. You're reactive. You didn't learn how to turn it out of it. And it's called, let me try again. And it's called being a Zen master of yourself. And it's called, you have your own divine masculine and feminine, which is why you don't have a saga. With your oversoul. And all of the people of your oversoul are special. All of them equally. That's why relationship anarchy for the solo polyamory person who's a securely attached person, but also a monoamory securely attached person will be able to know about relationships. They might not choose anarchy because they believe you can only love one human being and that's their thing. And they're definitely not in the enlightenment. So age group, and that's okay. Cause again, you don't have to be an infinite higher human consciousness potential. Some people have the drive of bonding and certainty. It means they want to be part of a herd all the time, and that herd involves one human being who's going to have them feel special and powerful when they're all together. If they're alone, then they need backup, or they're going to feel a little bit less emotionally mature to be able to handle. It's their nervous system. It's not a choice from the mouth. It's a choice from your body. And if you don't put into practice loving yourself with your quirkiness, your flaws and imperfections, which means if somebody says you're a piece of shit and you don't learn to be a grown-up inside about it, you just didn't put into practice your nervous system. It's not a mechanism. I'm not a machine. It's actually called like an elastic rubber band. It's called I put into practice my ventral vagal nervous system. I tone it. I just didn't need yoga for it. That's all. Oh, yes, I also didn't need meditation. 
or mindfulness. No, I used my inner growth mindset, at least me, Maria. It's called equanimity, the land of truth. Knowing, of course, I don't like when people talk to me in certain ways, but I talk to people in ways they don't like. I've been called emotionless. I have emotions. I'm just not dramatic about it. I mean, seriously, you're not dying. I don't see a truck on you. Oh, I'm so sorry. You think another person doesn't deserve love because you just broke up with them or you don't like them anymore. That's pretty shitty. I think that's not nice. And I think that all people are deserving of love. And no, you haven't changed my mind because you're talking to me about them like a piece of shit. Actually, you're making me think twice about what you stand for because I can see that you're getting angered by the minute and that means dumber. And your certainty is using stereotypes, generalizations, and a bunch of fake information. Oh, I forgot to stay in your traumatized response, which means you're not tending to your nervous system. You're just projecting it all over the place. You're not an energy vampire. You're a person who doesn't know how to do human love. You know how to do rumination and human suffering and you want me to partake in saying some other human being doesn't deserve love because they didn't love you the way you wanted them to love you. And now that they haven't, you've decided to cast them away and now they're the evil person of your story. Hmm, let me think. Okay, zero one-year-olds, where is it at? Uh, so back to Dave Chappelle. And he's saying he got all pissed angry like a young person. And as a dumbed-down angry person, he doesn't use that word. He's not dumb. But any one of us, when we get pissed, we're dumbed down. I know when I get a little bit pissy because my brain starts to fog up and it's actually, it fucks up too. Fog up, fucks up all of it. It hasn't happened in a while because I learned as a teenager how to start self-regulating because I was like, I can't go on stage and have a debate and be all pissed. I won't remember shit like this. So on that note, I don't want to go on stage and talk to anyone. Actually, I like to have a community where we just chit chat together. And I don't want to dress up like a princess anymore, although as a kid, I loved all those dresses. But yeah, it's dress up time when that happens. It makes me feel like being in the medieval times or watching Sailor Moon. Anyone? So when I see people on stage, the ones who are influencers and they're all dressed up and you can tell how proud they are in their little superhero dresses. Oh, I'm like, wow. They feel magical. Oh, the three-year-old's so happy about themselves. Look at all the sheep following them. Oh, they're all the same princess sheep. They're so cute. They're all enmeshed. There's the bonding group. Oh, there's that ethical cult. Look at them. Hey, the guy that talked about ancient silverbacks. There you go. There's one of them. They're all emotionally mature together. Go and grab them one and one by themselves. Let's see how they handle Stret. No, we won't do that. We're not here to actually do that. Exactly. Thank you, Sadhguru. We already knew that. It's not because of some entity, though, coming down to beat us with a stick. It's because, really, I don't want to spend time with adaptive children. You can tell they're happy. They have the, the nice little picket fence. They're all by themselves. They don't want to hang out with us. We don't want to hang out with them. They like to be mastered by their master who's wearing the pretty dress or the big, you know, ancient silverback who's ruling them. They're like, yeah, please scold me some more. Tell me how to live life. Anytime I see that, see, I've learned how to keep my collie right here. I'm so proud of myself right now because every time I've seen that, oh, have I learned how to mind my own business. My, my entire, in time we have a saying, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> so when collie in your body awakens in a way to try and actually support a person their own emotional maturity and inner adult to come to the forefront. And it's not because you want them to be what you want them to be. I don't give a shit about who you want to be. You be who the fuck you want to be. I just can't stand seeing some human being 
yell at you like you're a piece of shit and you let it happen because that's what it looks like to an empowered person whenever I see any person. And now that I'm a grown-up and it's been a long time, see, I, I learned to accept that people like to be talked down to. And I shouldn't use that word anymore because what it is is childhood trauma, attachment wounds. But, you know, codependent type superhero capes, man. You should see those influencers, how they talk down to people. Anytime I see them, I'm like, whoa, there's a soldier, another soldier. Oh, look, look, they're all, and you don't know, have the whole respect. Ah, I have respect for humanity. I don't respect war, not even a little bit, zero, nada, negative. Don't go killing people. I don't agree with it, not even a little bit. And let's not talk about the whole abortion. I'm pro my own fucking right to do what I want with my body. It's biased. I know it is because I'm a woman. Yes, I know what bias means. Again, grown-ups know how to use their mouth and how to say, I have an opinion. I don't need to agree with you. And you don't have to like me either. I'm not going to pout inside because you just told me, I think you're evil. Yes, okay, fine. I'm evil. You know, I think about having actual grown-up friends. And this was one of my most amazing interactions as we got to know each other and talk together and do this lovely dance of what is we actually just share our opinions and aren't afraid of each other casting a stone and be like, ah, I disown you. So that's the beauty of having grown-up friends is that you don't disown each other. You just say, wow, you know what? It's a good thing we don't rule the world because we totally don't agree on a lot of things. No, not a lot of things, only some things and only in small ways. And it's only because of personal reasons. Grow up with getting offended because they understand it's conceptual. Conceptual. That's really because we respect each other's opinions. And that's what's coming through when you're talking to another person is I respect your opinion as I respect my own opinion. And I don't need to spell it out. That's what an inner adult knows how to do with their tone. And another person who's inclined to be an inner adult will also hear it. And then they will like be like, okay, I like that. I like you get, I like you tell me how you think and you don't lie. And that we can stand here and say, wow, we totally disagree. And we would totally be on opposing teams if we had the power to rule the world, which nobody ever will. Oh, this reminds me of the one dude who, while I'm talking to him, all of a sudden I'll be laughing in my house with all my weapons while you get attacked from above with all the drones. And I'm going to be ha ha ha. And I'm like, what? How did we go from marketing to this? And then I said, you would really let me die out in the nowhere because of me not. I mean, I never said I'm not in favor of you having your guns, but okay. Of, of me like being potentially not in favor. Yeah. Of guns and you having it, which I totally am against any person having one, by the way. So I don't give a shit if the criminals have it. The criminals need help. The, the law enforcement needs help. A lot of people need help. Okay, so here's where, when you're an actual grown-up again, uh, ego. Oh, we don't, we don't have an ego that gets bruised. It just has humored by all the little pokes. It's like a giant poking another giant. No. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So let me try to get back to Dave Chappelle. As he spells out, he goes down into this club. He's all pissed. And he ends up in a room with some Russian mobster or something like that. I don't know if it's true or not, but he says that this guy basically tells him the person and people that you work for lied to you. They didn't pay us. And that's why things happened the way they went down. So he understands that he was wrong, but he went down and this Russian mobster apparently said, you know what? You're 
he, he puts his hand on his cheek and, and Dave Chappelle's romanticizing this whole thing like it's awesome or something. But again, he's a comedian. It's entertainment. I'm finding it and at the same time beautiful. And I'm hoping that he also adds the part of by being in my anger, I didn't think clearly. I made a lot of really, really bad, dangerous decisions for my physical well-being. Could have got killed. No, no, he didn't go out down any of that. What do teenagers love to feel most of all? Because they're not yet grown up with their three-year-old heart. Okay, so when a person, let me go to our attachment because that way I can use science to support me because this is the part of where I love the attachment people. They have taught me so much attachment theory. Where is my sentence of choice? Hold on. I'm going to find it. I know I'm going to find you somewhere. And I am waiting for the page, but I read it to you, read it to you before. And I'm going to actually pause that way I can find it. Okay, here it is. Let us talk about attachment theory. We need to be connected to people to survive. So our nervous system equates emotional connection with safety and emotional disconnection with danger or threat. Now, that's unless you know and have learned how to be securely attached within yourself. So when people are teenagers, and that means they need other people to survive emotionally, what is their story always going to end with? What do the codependent types? And that would be anyone who is still ruling by their societal behavior and social trends. So... Unlike knowing how to be this, the beauty of life lies not in what you get or have, but in how you are, or just loving yourself for how you are, your every experience of your life, light and darkness, pain and pleasure, misery and joy, agony and ecstasy happens only within you, or let's see what else said Guru, here you go, every individual should shape their life according to their particular needs rather than social trends. So, yes, according to the therapist, your need as an individual who has a zero one-year-old to see here's where, let's talk a minute about primal panic. So once instead you've mastered primal panic because you're a securely attached grown-up who's using your nervous system and understand there's no physical lion, bear, tiger, or anything else out there, I'm not going to actually need you to say, wow, you're a superhero, superhuman being. I don't need those words to feel super. So as Dave Chappelle is finishing, and he's only one example of the same story that I see with all these influencers out there, which all the people who want to feel special, they're like, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, he, he, it's really kind of like with Rocky and when he's trying to empower his kid, and it's like, you let people talk you in the ear and da-da-da-da, and then you blame me, a shadow. And so all of those are empowering. I love all those sentences. And they empowered me for sure, but not in the same way as I see these other people who continue to be basically beloved sheep of their leaders. Because see, when I see a sheep, and I shouldn't say that we're all sheep, but some people, they're emotionally immature sheep. Some of us are emotionally mature sheep. So I'll be part of the herd. Of course I am. I'm a human herd. So this dude's talking about how he learned something. This, this Russian mobster with his hand on his face, he says, you're a real man, something like that because he actually went down like an asshole as a pissed 22-year-old with a fucking attitude and yelled at this guy. 
And Dave Chappelle's talking about it. Like, ah, I did the best thing ever. See what dreams can do. And I was like, where's the not to do? Because I think you actually are skipping a very important part called, I understood that I was wrong. Because he mentions this in his whole skit. Nowhere did he admit I went with an attitude and was wrong and was being disrespectful, yelled at a bunch of people, acted like an asshole. That is something every person should equate, which is why the whole good, bad thing is shit. So I can stand up for my dreams and act like an asshole to a group of people like I can. The difference is this. He knew once he was done with the Russian mobster that he was officially wrong. And he mentions none of that in his little skit. He highlights the good part. I was a superhero of my dream and the guy told me I'm a badass. So then when it comes time to talk about the dude who attacks him on stage, granted, he's not judging him. He actually ends this show with a very, very clear statement of we don't judge people. We are not all people. He makes this clear. If people are smart, they'll understand that instead of continue to judge this guy, which is what I'm gathering, that he still gets judged by people. And he's just like, dude, fuck this shit. I'm a comedian. I make jokes. Um, but he ends with what seems to me where he is trying to say, I'm not against any people. I'm in favor of equality. And he's, he's, he's a person who has been through shit too. You know, all people, that's the whole point. So his, his words of wisdom, very great, again, episode. Um, and the part that I'm, I'm sad he didn't mention is the part about how his anger led him to put himself into a dangerous situation. And to assume things that weren't true. Okay, so we're done with that. And the part about the attachment. <laughs> Primal panic. What I was trying to get to is separation distress arises when an attachment bond is threatened or a secure connection is lost. There are other kinds of emotional bonds based on shared activities or respect. And when they're broken, a person may be distressed. But that distress does not have the same intensity or significance as when an attachment bond is called into question. Emotional and physical isolation from attachment figures is inherently traumatizing for human beings, beginning with it as a heightened sense, not simply of vulnerability and danger, but also helplessness. So when a teenager is still a teenager, it's because they still feel helpless. And when I see the influencers using their presence and the way they do, I know they're giving solace to some people, but I also know what they're not doing. So. They're not spelling out things in a way that explains to you what it means to be a person who shapes your life according to your particular needs rather than social trends. When 4D mystics talk to you about cutting cords and about energy vampires and people around you. So throughout my years as a mystic, I've had experiences, one in particular I shared. It was a very sad, sad thing for me. It was very, for a lot of reasons, which I'm not going to get into. Uh, what I also know is that energy cannot harm you at all. Now, I know this because I'm a 5D mystic and I'm an empowered person. I know how to show up for my nervous system and my brain and stay grounded in reality, which is awesome. And on that note, when I feel people in my energy sphere, I can tell who they are, what they are. It's been a very long journey, beautiful journey. And today it's like a little flick and I flick it away. Energy's energy. So cutting cords is actually something I told my 4D friends when 5D came in. I said, look, the energy's different, timeline's different. If you do this, you're actually not doing yourself a favor. What you're doing is against your oversoul. You're playing with something that is no longer in the same vibration. And okay, I don't want to get you all lost in this, but I want you to understand that 
The 5D vibration is of unconditional love. It's called oneness consciousness for a reason. It's called you learning how to be in compassion in your human being body and actually becoming your inner adult. So I'm going to try and break it down this way. And when you go against this, uh, it's not even against, it's that you're one big ball of energy with the sphere of humanity. Your entire species is your oversoul one. And you can move it into the infinite cosmos. But let's talk about your home, your family, the people that you interact with. So when people believe in this stuff working, put that all to the side. If you believe in it, then please disregard what I'm talking about because you believe in it as true. As I've shared with those 4D mystics who have come to me and said, I was cursed. And I've said, okay, here's what I believe, but you need to go with what you believe, da-da-da-da, okay? So... You need to know what you believe unconsciously, subconsciously. I don't believe in any energy harming me ever. Because see, again, I grew up with God and Jesus. And when I came to terms with this devil, this person, this thing called devil, and with the fact that evil does not exist, because what I see evil as is exactly how the Michael Stone chart goes, 1 to 22, they all need good therapists. And evil ignorance is what I will continue to talk about. So if I see a Christian talking about yoga as demonic, no, that's bullshit. Not because they're Christian. It's because yoga doesn't bring the demon out of you. You don't know about your trauma memory being stored in your muscles, your tissues, and your bones. And I don't give a shit if you don't believe in me because I didn't make this shit up. It's called Peter Levine. Go look into his research and then come back to me afterwards. And actually, before you come back, please go learn everything about neuroscience, biology, and being a human from the updated sciences people and not the asshole ones, the good ones. Okay, so then when you're, when you're done with that, then you can come back over. Until then, don't come to me. Just don't like me and that's good for me. So if you believe in evil and devil, you should not be tuning in here. There is none of that in this plane of energy. And when people have cut cords and they do things that they shouldn't do, it's not because they're doing something disrespectful or mean or something that's negative in the sense of negative. It's an act that is not loving because it's an act that is of the wrong type of silence. It is an act based on certainty from stereotypes, generalizations, and assumptions. It's an act that comes from a three-year-old broken heart and a zero, one-year-old that's broken hearted that decided to pout about something and basically decide that another person is this and that and that, and I'm going to do the magic wand bit. That's because we still have esotericism, metaphysics, and all those subject matters, but we have leaders that are in those subject matters who are followed by people who believe in their entire breadcrumb of trails that leads them to their reality. So like the flat earthers, we got subjective reality of a 4D plane. But when people cut cords, they are not doing any growing. One. Two, twin flame. I want to touch. You know what's silly about the whole twin flame saga and even the ones who are not doing saga? If you're a mystic, and that's the thing, you don't question anything about what you're per perceiving. You need to be a confident person to be a mystic. You don't need guidance of your nervous system. 4D mystics, they have a nervous system that needs guidance because they have an amygdala. They have a human trust break. They want to be with the animals in the middle of nowhere. 
They don't love humanity. And then if they don't want to grow up, they got leaders telling them what to do. So as long as you're an inner child, means people have power over you by just using their mouth, well then, you're not a mystic because you don't understand the word. Now when Sadhguru dismisses it, he's a spirituality guru. He is not here to move us forward in the arts of mysticism. In fact, it's always very clear. When people talk about shamanism as if it's something special, when neuroscience, science people that are assholes talk about it as if it's something not special. It's not about the word special. It's an actual entire plane that can be understood. As Sadhguru points out, mysticism, he says it can't be understood. I can explain it to those who are open to understanding it the human way with a little bit of this and that and with knowing we don't have all the answers. Sciences don't, esotericism, mysticism, da-da-da, don't. But what I can tell you is this. You will not have a question about needing any, any clarity, not even a little bit, of your own twin flame journey. You will not speak of your masculine as a person who's a piece of shit who doesn't know what they're doing. You will not feel that they are a piece of shit and they don't know what they're doing. You will want their best and you will seek that they get the best which means whatever it takes so that they can be happy. That's it. Compersion, it's called. You will not be pouting and talking about them like a villain or like a moron because that begins to get very disrespectful. So the teenagers in high school land, as I told my teenage friends, everyone deserves love. And just because someone broke up with you don't mean that they're now a piece of shit and they don't deserve love. And so stop. I don't want to hear it. Go to your other friends and talk about people like shit. Not to mention you were with them. You're disrespecting a person. Are you stupid? No, you're not really. Because I'm going to say you're stupid because you're talking like shit about a person you were with for this many years. Okay, on that note. So the twin flame thing is straightforward. It's something that you won't have questions about. So like your oversoul. And this is because you love your oversoul. And all of the people around you, that's what grown-ups do. They acceptingly... Like those three basic things that Gabor Mate taught. We acceptingly love you as you are. Be yourself. You don't have to work to be loved. You just be you and we be us. And all of those emotions that you want to express, you express them. And if your inner child comes up, so your reactiveness, and you are in an attitude, we're going to be like, what the fuck? You're a piece of shit right now. You know that? And yeah, I'm thinking you're a piece of shit. And what's up? That's because there's no physical threat. It's all something we can talk about. And because grown-ups don't have an ego that is bruisable, we have healthy self-worth. We know how to love ourselves. That's why we're conscious lovers. So we don't come in and out. And we don't say we are questioning who you are. We're not going to assume who you are, what you feel. No, we say, here, here's who I am. Who are you? Are you a tango partner? Because I know I love dancing. The cutting of the cords... Um, doesn't bring something, um, it's sad. That's all I'm going to say. When a 5D mystic knows if things like that are happening in specific ways, it's, it's a very sad day. So on that note, uh, the 4D will not register any of this like sadness. They will register it talking about people as karmics, uh, evil. They're doing uh, magic spells on you. They're trying to get you sick. They're cursing you. Uh, they went to some black magic sorcerer. 
white magic sorcerer. They use all these words and they believe still in that entire plane. So the 4D mystics, they live those planes between each other. They're not harming humanity or where we're headed because 5D is a one vibration that can't be proven anyways. But the point is we're in the present people. So neuroscience looks into consciousness and they can talk to us about this <coughs> lovely frequency which is our ability to focus our attention on all the multidimensional aspects that show up and that we can include in our reality, uh, the neuroscience with the good trauma experts and attachment experts. That's because with integration of brain, restorative embodied self, so as an emotionally accountable and capable human being, you get to tap into your sphere of consciousness thanks to integration of brain. You become flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable because you move out of rigidity and chaos, which is instead the adaptive child, which doesn't know how to use their mouth. And they also think words have power and that people are powerful once they have a podium, that they are responsible for other people. And that's how a crowd works. So all of those people, they go to ethical, traditional, culty cults. And they will say to those of us who are saying, bullshit, how dare you? And we'll say, well, you know, emotionally immature human being who doesn't know that you can cut the cord with me and go in your little pickety fence, but I'm actually trying to say something. Those are just words. Your pissity pants tells me that your teenager is ruling you because the adaptive child is the only reason your nervous system doesn't know how to do discussions and debates with fun because otherwise you'd know how to be in your suit system. Because if you want to be a person who says, I need my survival mode, you'll know that the only reason our ancestors needed it was because we were one with lions, bears, tigers. Eventually, we did war. Bad, bad. I don't like it at all. Today, we still have this bullshit going on, and it's one globe, so we still have a lot of evil, ignorant people, and we still have a lot of ancient silverbacks. So as long as we still have people who want to, no, I don't know if they want to, but I know that their prevalence of pain is because they don't know their suit system. They don't know their inner child, the three-year-old whole heart. They don't know their zero, one-year-old. They don't know their ventral vagal state. They don't know what healthy well-being means. They don't know inner or outer well-being. If their neuroreceptors work differently when it comes to touch, that's a whole different story. We can get there eventually. Inner well-being in the meantime, studies have shown it's your nervous system in its ventral vagal state with the integrated brain of yours. That's what it's showing, the good data, people. So if you want inner well-being... You want to be a smart ass, well then, you're going to go first get all of it and you're not going to look like a mountain of rocks because the minute I see that you look like a mountain of rocks, I know you don't know what it means to be soft and gooey and ooey because the wisdom of our body uh, with the wisdom of our mind is going to know life's too short to make anything of it hard. In fact, well, nothing's hard unless I have to lift something that's so heavy that my human being physical body can't lift it. Ugh. So on that note, love, it's easy for those of us who know that you don't cut cords. People of your oversoul are all here to expand consciousness. We can expand together by healing trauma for those who want to heal their trauma and be out of their survival mode. For the people who are still looking to be in ancient silverback times, they got their influencers and leaders. Leave them alone. You don't need to do anything with them, really. I mean, they're not going to want to have anything to do with you anyways because you're from, you know, the future or whatever. I don't know. No, we're sinners and doom and, you know, negative people. They always have a problem for every solution. So they don't have fun. We know how to have fun in a rainbow of colors. And we also know how to, though, 
say, okay, enough with the fake, uh, what are they called? People who think they're standing up for everything with their mouths. Yeah. How about you take your mouth and do something with your body first, which is get into your soothe system and then come have fun like a grown-up, meaning let me have laughs and then let me also talk to you intellectually. So on that note, I covered some of what I wanted to and we will be back with more. But for this one, it's a wrap. Expand consciousness, be compassionate, loving and kind to the best of your ability. Have a great day.